Welcome to Season 1, Black in Nature, Episode 6, Outdoor Fashion. This week, I want to take you all on a fashion outdoor adventure. But the reality is, I love a good outfit and a theme. Let's reflect on my initial podcast when I mentioned my first camping trip. Remember how I discussed I wasn't sure what to wear while camping? I remember stating, should I wear a flannel, jeans, makeup? Shall I continue on with the list? Well, I had to think about where did I get the idea or these thoughts in the first place? Honestly, it's the imaging I've seen on television, this idea of quote unquote glamping with friends. But what I learned about camping and my experience is that fashion actually had that fashion actually matters but not in the way that I view fashion. I want to share with you all, the listeners, my experience with nature versus fashion, but through the lens of a naive conception of outdoor fashion. My first story I want to share is called Hiking Boots. Hiking Boots. About a year ago, my daughter and I attended an overnight out-of-state trip to Bryce Canyon, Utah, with her Girl Scout troop. But leading up to the trip, her troop leader kept stressing the importance of hiking boots. The plan for the troop was to go hiking every Saturday for three months leading into the trip. I was on board with the idea of hiking for three months every Saturday, but I was really frustrated that I needed to buy a pair of hiking boots for myself and my 10-year-old whose foot never stopped growing at the time. Although I love a cute pair of boots, hiking boots just didn't make fashion sense to me. However, prior to this Bryce Canyon trip, I never owned a pair of hiking boots. I know this probably sounds strange, but I honestly did not see the value of of wearing them. Typically while hiking, I wore sneakers. The sneakers had been serving me well for many years. But the idea of buying a special pair of shoes for hiking, I just didn't get it until I finally purchased my first pair of hiking boots. I remember walking in to Big Five Sports on the hunt for the boots. I literally walked over to the kids section, tried on a size seven girls and bought the first pair. To be honest, I didn't know what I was looking for or what to expect, but the hiking boots felt comfortable. They were heavy and cute, and I purchased them I purchased them early enough to break them in. Hiking Boots 2.0. So I initially thought I was going to have three months to break in my new boots, but the reality was I had roughly a month. I remember I remember hiking the same trails we would frequent as a family, but realizing my experience in the boots had been enhanced. All the places I could go in my new hiking boots. I could now walk to the edge of the creek and touch the cold water because my hiking boots provided the grip and traction I needed to not fall into the creek. I was able to walk up the rocky or sandy grounds without my feet sliding around. But most importantly, my ankles felt supported while hiking. 
Years ago, I had purchased an ankle bracelet for my left ankle while hiking. But I wish I would have known the value of hiking boots because I would have just purchased them 10 years ago. So going back to the reason why I purchased the hiking boots was for the Girl Scout troop to Bryce Canyon. As a troop, we were we were going to be completing two major hikes, which required me to lead because I like to take lots of photos. And so the troop leaders didn't want me to get distracted in taking so many photos. But once again, while hiking, I was so grateful to have my boots because the ground at Bryce Canyon was solid rock with light sand covering the rock. So if I was hiking in my sneakers, I could have easily fallen or slid down the cliff. Throughout that summer, my hiking boots traveled from Bryce Canyon, Utah to Prescott, Arizona, Point Loma, California, Seattle, Washington, and Manchester, Rhode Island. I was able to experience nature in a new way. I was finally able to touch the water, climb a hill on an incline, and walk through a forest. This next story I want to share about my experience in Seattle. Packing for Seattle. About a year ago, I had an opportunity I could not resist. I was going to Seattle, Washington to work at a forest school called Roots of Connection, thanks to my dear friend Brooke for this amazing opportunity. But I should probably share my packing experience for this trip and then discuss working in the rain. So all the many years of traveling, I had never traveled to the Northwest. However, I have read about the climate, or better yet, when I watched the Weather Channel, I knew the Seattle area got a lot of rain. Well, there lies the first problem. I live in the desert, and I literally experienced rain four months out of the year due to monsoon season during the months of June through September. But the rain typically is late in the afternoon going into the evening. So I'm not outdoors typically during those times. However, in Seattle, based on my research, it rained all the time. So packing my suitcase, I remember thinking, well, what do I pack? I don't own a raincoat or boots. I just got these hiking boots a few months ago. This seems like a safe option. I even had enough nerve to pack my travel size umbrella that I refuse to use during monsoon season because I have locks. So I'm not worried about my hair getting wet. I remember packing jeans and t-shirts, but long sleeve cotton material shirts and cardigan sweaters. Well, if you have been to the Northwest area, you're probably already laughing out loud at this story. The first night at Brooks. The first night there, Brooke explained to me the nights get pretty chilly in Seattle. And I naively thought I should be fine. I like to sleep in the cold. I honestly thought the layers and blankets were excessive on the bed. But once again, I learned all about Seattle weather within the first 48 hours there. 
I was a popsicle that morning when I woke up. I remember getting myself ready with a pair of jean shorts and a long sleeve shirt to go to the market, to the fish market. The day at the market, it was gray, but cool, slight drizzle. But my clothes felt kind of damp from the drizzle. But meanwhile, we walked around the market trying out local foods and collecting Seattle treasures. That night when I went to bed, I dressed in layers. I wore an undershirt, I wore a t-shirt, I wore a cardigan, and I wore yoga pants. I clearly learned my lesson the night before. Forest School. The next morning, I wore my hiking boots, jeans, t-shirt, and cardigan sweater, but Brooke quickly provided me with a rain jacket. This was a new term for me to learn because raincoat was the only type of rain anything in my vocabulary. But her jacket was a nice blue color with a liner and pockets included. Clearly Brooke knew this desert girl was not going to survive the forest without proper gear. The first day in the forest, I believe was fairly warm, but the second and third day it rained. And when I say it rained, it was pouring. My senses were all over the place between my wet hands and glasses that were useless because I couldn't see anything. I couldn't believe everyone else around me acted as if nothing was going on. Meanwhile, my jeans were wet, but my feet were dry from my hiking boots. These rainy days in the forest helped me understand another new outdoor fashion term I learned about called rain gear. Rain gear is not just a rain jacket, but it's pants you can wear to protect your real clothes from getting wet. I had never heard of this concept, but for someone who doesn't like being wet, I definitely wanted my nature wardrobe to expand with rain gear. Last summer, my outdoor fashion expanded to hiking boots and a rain jacket from REI because I understand the value of good outdoor gear. I will continue to enhance my collection as time goes on, but I can't help but chuckle about my experiences last year. But here are the three key, key points I want you all to take away from my experiences. One, learn about the environment you live in or opportunities you may travel to outside of your typical climate and figure out what type of outdoor fashion gear you may need to acquire to ensure your outdoor experience is enjoyable. Two, the next time you're shopping for a specific outdoor fashion item, try to understand the purpose and benefits of the item. Perhaps do some research. Unlike myself, I never researched the purpose of hiking boots, but that's why we have Google. Three, think about a time you had an outdoor fashion mishap. And how did you handle the situation moving forward? I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you like what you have heard, look out for the weekly podcast upload. Also, you can support this podcast by simply clicking the donation button. Until next time, be blessed in nature. Bonus segment.
REI experience. Prior to my trip ending in Seattle, I had expressed to Brooke, I would like to go shopping for a rain jacket because I was clearly in the right market to purchase one. And that's when Brooke mentioned we could go to the REI store. I had heard of REI, but at the moment I had no clue that REI was an experience. Brooke and I agreed that we would go to REI after work later on in the week. REI Day Before entering REI, Brooke took me to one of the best coffee shops I have ever experienced in my life. I had my norm, a hot latte, and of course, a sweet treat. We sat down briefly to enjoy our, to enjoy our beverages and treats, and we reflected on the week in the forest, but I was anxiously waiting to enter REI. I imagine REI was like going to Ikea. So much anticipation. We quickly got up and walked across the street to the store. Brooke had expressed several times this was one of her favorite places to go. And you know, and you know what? When we walked in, I was not disappointed. We walked around each section like tourists trying on, trying to find the best souvenirs. Eventually we made our way to the clearance rack and that's where I found rain jacket one of two. This jacket is a maroon, is a maroon jacket with an orange zipper and a liner on the inside. The second jacket is my favorite. It's abstract and unique. And guess who bought one too? Brooke. I also purchased my first hydro flask water bottle and added a few more nature children's books to my nature preschool collection. Needless to say, my first REI experience was successful and pleasant. I look forward to going back one day, perhaps when I'm in Seattle again. My next purchase will be rain pants. <laughs>